Everybody, welcome back. This is Backstage with Spike. That was Vala Mogules that you were just listening to. That's a heavy metal band. It's out of Salisbury, North Carolina. You definitely got to check those guys out. I spoke with them. They will be on the show soon. Uh, Matt Toom and the whole crew, they're going to be here at a later date. Can't wait to get that started. Right now, I am sitting here talking on the phone with the very lovely Brenda Tomzag from BMT Promotions. Brenda, how you doing? Great. How are you, Spike? I'm doing all right. What are you up to right now? Doing anything good? Making cornbread muffins. Nice. <laughs> I love it. So let me ask you a question. In the middle, of, I hope I'm not disturbing you while you're making muffins there. Maybe you could fill us in. How'd you get started on this on on the promotional work that you do? Ironically, I just decided to join Twitter because I wanted to see what all the hubbub was about. And then I discovered all the independent music on there right. and started following bands on there. I just go and listen to their music and then leave my comment. Well, I didn't know that was a whole thing. And now I have like over 16,000 followers on there and yeah. it is a thing. And lots of people know who I am and I get recommended to people. And I don't know, it's just a cool, fun way to support music and yeah, I mean, I I think it's great. I, I I think I discovered you about a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago. You know, what's funny though is when I was looking at your 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 profile today, I never realized you were on Instagram. I'm not following you on Instagram, and I apologize for that. I just followed you this morning on Instagram. You got well, a big no presence problem. there too, right? Yeah, I'm also on Facebook, and uh, I have a Reverb Nation, but I don't I don't ever use it anymore. Right. Um. So it's primarily those three. Okay. And how, how does it actually work, though? Like, you have, like, a, a package that you do for people? I know you do a lot of pro bono work. I know you you advertise, you know, for a lot of people, you know, for free. But I know you yeah. have, like, different tier level, right? Yes. There's four tiers. The first tier is $25. And basically, I just, the I don't know, for people who know what the Bitmojis are and right. the Bitmoji app, um, I make, I have my own little Bitmoji of myself that I make, but then I go on there and I'll customize it and type in there, like to co-follow this person or support any music or chicken or whatever. Right. So I can make those for people for like $5 or $10 or that's included in like the promo package. And then, um, also just promoting, like sharing your songs or your song links on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, right. you know, if you have, merchandise for sale i'll promote that i'll buy the merchandise too and most people know i'm all about getting people to buy the music buy the merchandise support the musician because you guys deserve to get paid right I- i've seen your videos too I, you're, you're actually it's awesome like you're unboxing like you buy stuff uh, of the different bands and you show that you know you you support them too i mean that's great you're not just a mouthpiece you actually do it with actions too yes yeah and I, I think it's a great idea, too, especially when somebody first, say, joins Twitter with their music, you know, and they don't have a lot of followers. I mean, it's it's a no-brainer, really. Yeah. So tell me about the scavenger hunt you're doing. What's this all about? 
This sounds yeah, really cool. I actually, I started it in August and posted it then, and lots of people like seem to be interested in it, but nobody wants to do it for whatever reason. I really <laughs> don't know. Everybody wants to be famous, but they don't want to do the work. Everybody wants to get paid, but they don't want to work. I know, right? I'm mm-hmm. like, right? You know, the people that are on there are people that I I know for a fact. I can think of at least like a hundred people off the top of my head, right? That are friends with like and support all these people that are in the scavenger hunt and all you have to do is buy one thing and it's a very you know like there are different things from each of three people right and then if you send proof like just take a screenshot or whatever of mm-hmm. the proof that you bought these things and i'll send you a free package with right. a bunch of cool shit in it yeah <laughs> that's too much work right <laughs> i don't get it it's like really it's frustrating because click a few mouses to buy a few things and you get a free package right so that actually you know it's funny one of the questions i was going to ask you is what do you find the most frustrating thing about being in the promotion business like this and i guess this is one of them right yeah the fact that people will like everybody says they'll go pay five dollars for a cup of coffee but not a dollar for a song from somebody that they like or they're friends with right right it's just frustrating because for myself personally, I find it more satisfying, gratifying, and like uh, sensimental right. to buy something or receive something from someone I actually know right. or, or who appreciates the fact that I like their music and knows that I'm supporting them and actually takes the time to talk to me or, you know, like that's important. Right. What I, what I found through the years, I mean, I've been doing this a long time, you know, playing in bands and stuff. And it's like, you know, especially when you're younger, you would ask like people to please come and watch you play. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they don't show. And they got like, it's dude, you go out drinking anyway. You can't come and have a couple of beers at the place that I'm playing at, you know? Exactly. It's like such a small thing to do. And it means so much to the, to the artist, but they don't. But, and that's why like, okay, you know, five hundred dollars to go see some big huge band who doesn't even know they're there and doesn't really i mean right or they're playing drunk or they're playing out of tune half the time because they're stoned anyway and it's you know the show sucks but you know what i mean it's like i'm not saying that the big bands or the mainstream artists don't appreciate their fans because they know that if it wasn't for the fans they wouldn't be where they are right but it's not the same as with independent ones who actually talk to their people and know who they are and like i don't know it just it makes a big difference like, yep. oh, i get it i mean i'll be honest with you i spend more time socializing about my music than actually playing my music you know what i'm saying i'm putting out there but i'll be honest with you now as i'm older i find it i get more out of it doing like this like talking with people and 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 especially people that don't even know you for like for people to say dude that song like you know hit home for me or that like wow that sums up how i feel it really makes you feel good and and you know people that you know like family members say whatever like oh really oh you you got a new band now really i don't like they don't even pay attention you know yeah which i think is kind of weird you'd think your family and your friends would be the ones who'd be all about it and into it Right. When you start selling insurance for a living, that's the first people you call to is your family. You don't stop buying insurance. <laughs> so um, I'm going to play you. You and I spoke earlier. We're going to play a song now from one of your uh, favorite bands, uh, the Metal Birds, right? Yeah. All right. Terrific. This is, uh, this is the Metal Birds coming at you right now.
Oh man, awesome track, awesome. That's the Metal Birds and their song Impossible. I believe they're out of Houston, Texas. I would love to get them on the show. Awesome, awesome duo. Uh, we got a new segment here. It's called Gripe of the Week. We're going to do this every once in a while. And we're going to ask now, Brenda. Brenda, is anything that burns your biscuits? Anything right now like you you got a, gri- a gripe about? Yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> what is it? I would guess my biggest gripe would be when it's when driving. Why is it seen that there's so many people who only have one speed? <laughs> like... Because where I live, out, right. out by my house, it's 50 miles per hour, and then when you get into town, it's 30. Okay. But then I get these people who are doing 40 in the 50, and then we get into 30, and they're still doing 40. I'm like... Well, they're splitting the difference, okay. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> they're just going to split the difference. I guess. <laughs> I'm on I'm on Marco Island here. We have all the Q-tips. we got the 85, 90-year-old people. Like, all you see is knuckles and white hair, you know? And it's like the speed limit here is 25. They're doing like five. It's yeah. like insane. And I'm, I'm originally from up north. So we used to get mad. Uh, you know, people like, you know, you, you should know how to drive in snow. You know what I'm saying? Like people, you get a little bit of snow or rain and like, oh, my God, they, they forget how to drive now. They do that here, too. It's weird. <laughs> you would think where you are, people are experts with driving in snow, right? I know. Jeez. So yeah. let me. I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's you're fine. That's your gripe of the week. I got. Hey, I'm with you on that all the way, sister. What would you say is your biggest musical disappointment? Like, is there anybody, a musician or a band that like really like let you down? Whether um, Ham? I'm thinking that. Like, I get upset when some bands, you know, they put out their first two albums and they're awesome. Then the third and fourth and fifth is like, what is this? It's something Honestly, totally different. I guess I would probably have to say Metallica. Really? Only because I listened to the stuff from, like, the 80s. Right. You know? Yep. And Ride the Lightning and, yep. you know, awesome. Battery yep. and stuff like that. Like, to me, yep. that's metal. Like, that's real metal. Right. And then you go to the stuff in the 90s, like, after the Black Album. Yes, I agree. I, All- I I won't say they sold out because I get that you have to keep up with the times and, you know, if that's your job and you're trying to make money and whatever. I get it. Right. But it's just not the same. But see, you, you actually. After that, I just kind of was like, eh. <laughs> I'm, 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 you, you, you're, you're too polite to me. I don't care if they have to make money. You're an artist and you should stay true to yourself. There's a lot of bands. Like, I do not listen to Kiss after the fourth album. The first yeah, four. After me. that, I thought Kiss was. I, I'm sorry, I don't like him at all. No, they, I, that I disco agree. Junk, that is no way. One. Yep. That's another one that it's like they just. And they, all they wanted was money, 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 money. Yeah, they just like stop being themselves, and right. I'm like, why? Again, like, I, I don't condemn them. You do what you got to do, but you know what? As a fan, I don't have to follow them more. I'm out. You know. And yeah. I agree with you with Metallica all the way. I love Metallica, but. Like you said, up until the Black Album. After that, eh, you know. They had some stuff that was good, but it was just like, it was too commercial for me, I guess right. is the best way to put it. And now a band, on the other hand, that has stayed true to themselves, that we were just talking about, is Queensryche. Okay, there you go. They even have a new lead singer, Todd Latour, right. who sounds almost like the original lead singer. I can't think of his name. Jeff Tate? Yes, thank you. Yeah, he sounds almost just like him, but 
just like better. They're like recharged, revamped. I've listened to all their new stuff and it's same kind of message, same kind of style, just better. It's what you've come to know and love. You know what I'm saying? That's why you followed them in the first place. Yeah. Like I said, you know, as an artist, you're free to change. You want to stop becoming, you know, Slayer wants to become a jazz band. Go ahead. But, you know, don't get mad at me that I'm not buying the albums now no more. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Now I'm, I'm, I'm not interested. Sorry, I'm out. Yeah. And, a, and a lot of bands, I'll be honest with you, too, uh, that some of them could still do it, especially singers. Listen, it's a physical thing. I understand you become 60, 65, 70. You can't do it no more. I get it. It's cool. Yeah. You know, and some of these guys could still do it. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, some like of them Alex can't. Cooper. And it's like, it's time to hang it up. I mean, you guys are just like doing this tour again just to, you know, scrape up some money. I'm not spending $200 on a ticket to see yeah. you. Vince Neil needs to just not. Yeah, that's one of them. There. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, but I, then again, you take Rob Halford. I mean, the guy could still sing like a, like a mockingbird. I mean, he's amazing. Yes, he is. Well, look at Alice Cooper. I've seen Alice Cooper back like. I don't know, probably eight years ago now or 10 years, the gruesome twosome concert. It was him and Rob Zombie and me and my dad, my dad, <laughs> cool. who was dad and actually met him twice in the same week. That's really that cool. That's another story. But yeah, we all went together and to that and it was a really good show. And like Rob Zombie was cool as fuck. He went right down into the crowd and was walking yeah. around in there and shining a flashlight on people. Yeah, but he's, he's yeah. another one, not to cut you off, but like, you're hitting on so many points of like stuff that I agree on all the way. And what we're talking about now is Rob Zombie, I think, is brilliant because his stuff, like, like I fell in love with White Zombie, the original band. And, Me too. And he's got, though, like, I'm, I mean, I'm just making up numbers here. He'll have, say, 25 songs in his catalog, but he's got about 75 really out there because he'll revamp his songs. And he'll make yep. them more like house music or club music or disco music. And, yeah. you know, if you like it, you like it. You don't, you don't you don't have to buy whatever. But it's brilliant because, like, you know, he'll, he'll take a song like Dragula and turn it into, like, you know, a techno song and I've open up a whole new audience, me. you know? Yeah. You go to and clubs I'm in Miami and people dance into it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, back to Alice Cooper. He did an amazing job, and he was all over the stage. He had all the props out there, the big right. giant syringe, and yeah, how he, old is he, he now? Everything, and he's still doing it, right? Yep, and he's still doing it. So let me ask you a question. Last thing here: What do you think is the the newest, hottest thing in social media? Like, what do you think is is anything new trending that you notice? Being that you're in the promotion business, or uh. TikTok. Yeah. That's I'm finding it hard to get on board with that though. That's really like uh, I don't know, man. But I know it's it's big, right? It is. I mean I look on that stuff I don't and know I just, about so much for promotion, but it's right. a big thing. I can't believe half the stuff that I see on that feed. I mean I joined it, I I caved in, I put a couple of videos on, but now I'm noticing it's like you know, you got to do some goofy, crazy stuff, and then hopefully they'll see your other videos of, like, you know, your your art, your music, you know? Yeah. I know Spotify is really big with a lot of musicians, too, which I just really don't... I just don't understand, because they're not making any... I mean, some people maybe are making money, but most people just really aren't making any money from no, that. No, I, I got to have... Somebody's got to stream my song, say, ten times for me to make a penny. That's what I'm saying. To me, that's wrong. It should not be like that. That's part of the reason I like Bandcamp because I know the the musician gets like majority of the money from that, from what I understand. 
So, and it's really easy to order merchandise or music from there. Plus, then you can share your band camp with other people so they can go and listen to it, buy the stuff. Like, I don't know. Lots of people send me stuff on Spotify, and I'm like, sorry, I don't use Spotify. Yeah, I'm so, uh, you know, it's funny, though, because Spotify, I don't think they thought it through. I understand um, why they pay so little, because there's nothing to stop a band or a musician now, say, making a playlist of their songs. And just running it 24-7. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're just yeah. generating streams and generating money. I mean, I, there is, there's bands out there that have, you know, two laptops, their cell phone, and an iPad going, just playing their music 24-7. So that's yep. why they pay you so little. If they were saying, you know, people like, I saw people say, oh, you know, we should get like, you know, a Nicholas song, a Nicholas stream. Are you insane? I would buy three computers then and just run them all day long. I'll be printing money, you know? So yeah, that's why they pay so little. I I get that, and there is so so much of. I mean, the market is saturated. I mean, think about it. There's just everybody out there's got a home recording I, studio. Everybody's got instruments. Everybody's putting stuff out. I do realize that, but also in that same token, it also costs a lot of money for people to have all of that stuff, and most of them pay for it themselves out of oh, their yeah. own pocket oh, from yeah. their day job that they do so like i guess for me that's a lot of the reason that i'm pushing so hard for the musicians to get paid with the because yeah like some people it's thousands or tens of thousands of dollars that they do for a home studio and the equipment and their, oh yeah you know instruments and just people a lot of people don't realize that and then the time that it takes not only to originally you know first write record then you have like all of you know the stuff after getting the sound right and you have to edit and you you know? Oh, yeah. It's a lot of work, too. I mean, I I know. It's funny what you said about the home studio because, you know, my wife's like, you got another package today. I'm like, okay, cool. And then, like, two days later, she's like, what's this $450 on the – well, I said, you know, the package that came the other day, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and there's more coming. Yeah. I'm ordering a couch now for the studio. It's like, what do you need a couch for? I'm like, to sit down, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. That that's actually my plan for this year is to get myself like a she shed so, so to speak yeah, cool. so that I can do my craft stuff but then do my promo stuff be able to do interviews I want to get like a studio so yeah. I can do my own interviews and yeah it's all about the vibe you know the whole setup you know yes you gotta you gotta have that vibe going like people like that don't do you know to me this is all. It's all forms of art, whether you're making things with your hands or, you know, you're writing poetry or you write books or you're a musician. And it's all about, you know, getting your head in the right place and the right vibe, you know? Yep. I see some of these other guys, like, you know, they're writing music and they got their little recording equipment on stuff and they're at the kitchen table with the, you know, with the sunflowers and the doily, you know, tablecloth. Yep. I'm like, man, how do you get psyched? Like, how are you? I don't understand how you're doing this. My family sacrificed the dining room so that I could have an office space. Oh, awesome. That's cool. Yeah, which my daughter actually kind of shares it with me because she does artistic stuff. She does a lot of drawing. Yes, I've seen the drawings. Excellent. Yep, very cool. Very cool. Brenda, I want to thank you so much. We're going to play another song here before we close out the show here from another one of your favorites that you picked from Dead Eye Doll Band. That's really cool. So, listen, um... Thank you again so much. I appreciate it. Definitely want to have you on the show again. Dead Eye Doll Band, you're going to take us out of this show. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> 